what is a perfect day in Korea for you? I always wanted to go to Seoul. And for some reason, it just never materialized. When I was in Fukuoka, Japan, interviewing the seven guys from BTS and discovering what was going on in that world, I met a guy. And this guy turned out to be one of the most interesting guys I've ever met in my life. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. For being who you guys are. When we were talking, and I asked him about Korea, he really gave me a thoughtful, heartfelt answer. And it moved me. And it inspired me to go, I need to go to this place that this guy was telling me about. I'm doing a a documentary on the band BTS. Because I could see it in his eyes, how much it meant to him. I'm uh, capturing uh, all of the sights and sounds and the puniki of Seoul. Puniki? Puniki. Atmosphere. The atmosphere of his home. So a nation that is much smaller than many of its neighbors, does not have the population of its neighbors, creates music that stands above a lot of the other music that are created by these other countries. It's called K-pop. And you're listening to Stokes and Friends. L.A. to the ATL New York to Chicago Hill London to Rapongi Hill Make that gravy So welcome, welcome, welcome to the first show. As we start this podcast, I do want all of you guys out there that are listening to know that what really fuels this is your feelings about K-pop. Obviously, from my side, I'm going to bring my passion and some things that I've learned in the music industry, but it's your unique perspective on this uh, phenomenon that's that I find the most interesting. So I'm really, really excited to have Alicia in with me to help me with these BTS episodes because she is BTS Army from Brentwood, Tennessee. Give it up for all my Music City people out there. Alicia is going to be with us as we take this journey across the world to celebrate the greatness of K-pop. Before we start and really dive in, about V, the gentleman I was talking about earlier, uh, one of the most interesting guys in the world. I will let you know that after we talk about V, we do have a really uh, a cool segment with my friend Camila Cabello, and uh, I don't think you want to miss it. I think you're, I think you're going to dig it. Anyway, we are revving up. Alicia, my incredible co-host, is going to be coming in here, and we are going to dig into 
V. V is known for like uh, kind of connecting with other K-pop stars and like having more friends and um, kind of like just being the more friendly person, just like Jimin. V and J-Hope are known as having like the more um, 4D personalities. Mm. What's a 4D personality? 4D personality, like more than 3D. So, um, for example, um, in interviews, J-Hope is always like very... Um, animated. Yeah, animated. Yeah. And like sort of like a CGI character. And also like a name that V is also known for is CGV. CGV. Yeah. But he's like definitely considered one of the most famous guys in K-pop, yeah, right? For his like looks, he actually in 2017 he was named the um, number one like handsomest face in the world. Wow! Yeah, and um, he's done a lot of acting as well, right? I Is mean, it? he was in Hwarang, I think it's like um, a drama that's based on like old timey Korea, and definitely different. I mean, it just comes off yeah. as different. I mean, even if you learn like. He hates wearing shoes. Yeah, he likes being unique. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if he had a superpower, he would like to talk to cars. <laughs> I mean, it's just an interesting, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's an interesting superpower. Mm-hmm. Like, you always hear people want to do this or that. and It's just, you can tell he is totally just an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let's let's take a look at the the, the interview here and... I want to hear your thoughts on what you hear him say. First of all, you guys yeah. are such a proud part of Korean culture. Oh. And you have turned the world onto Korea. Yeah. yeah. What is a perfect day in Korea for you? Mm. First of all, having just one day in Korea may leave you with a lot of regrets. But if you want to feel like, ah, like that was a fulfilling day, go to the Han River. And riding bikes by the Han River is the most fulfilling time for me. And if you get hungry in the midst of it, at the convenience store, the ramen is very delicious. So something like that may be good to do if you only have one day in Seoul. What do you feel watching that? I feel like V is just like a normal guy. He just wants some ramen and wants to go bicycling. He's like us. Right? Yeah. Like, who doesn't like ramen? Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want to just bike around a river? Mm-hmm. And, and I will tell you, this interview, it actually changed the path of what I was doing. Because after I talked to him, I, I left that interview. I left Fukuoka, and I go, I'm going to Seoul. See you later, my friend. So, this is kind of like the old area. Look at all these gorgeous roofs. The roofing is just elaborate. Amazing. From the second I landed, the, the the smell of street food that's wafting through the city. And then you see the modern city in the background. To the late nights at Hongdae. So I'm here with my buddy from France. 
We are in Seoul, Korea. The late night clubs. I mean, it's 6 a.m. And these places are still going off. And I'm right there with them. It was amazing. I mean, snow, a blizzard hit Seoul. And people were still partying. Oh, and it's snowing. And it's snowing outside. And I come out of the club, and it's snowing. His answer just was like, I I have to go check this out Mm -hmm. myself, you know. And I went out there, and I saw the places that he was talking about. And and it is just this wonderful feeling. But isn't it so cool that, well, that's just what he wanted to do. And and it's very simple. He just wants to be like have a normal day like us like nothing strange in that when you're out on the road and you've gone to all these countries do you find yourself missing home yeah and what are the things that you miss the most about korea 분위기 그냥 한국에 대한 그런 감성 and he said the atmosphere, the vibe that comes with Korea, and the food the most. Because Korea has its own vibe, and that's where I was born. And that's what we are used to. Since we are not in Korea long, I miss the vibe and the atmosphere. I want to go back to it as soon as possible. So the first thing I need to do when I get back to Korea is going to a lot of good places with a good atmosphere. What about that? Because that, to me, that really got me interested even more in in going deeper into Seoul Mm -hmm. and finding the puniki, as he says. And it really is a city that has so many different levels to it, you know? And you have the beautiful things like out out in the day. But I I could tell you this, Alicia, I was out till almost seven in the morning. And when I left this club that I was at, Mm -hmm. at seven in the morning, it was still going crazy, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's 5.40 in the morning, I gotta go get ready for my BTS shoot. I'm gonna try to get out of here. And they just live life in Seoul to an extent that, you know, most American cities don't really have that kind of just, it's constantly going. And it's constantly got this really unique atmosphere to that. It's like very high tech, like Japan. Right. That's why uh, Japan is so attractive to like foreigners because it just has everything and so high tech. Right. Yeah. And then Seoul has that, but then it has this kind of, like, I love Tokyo. It's one of my favorite places on earth. I mean, I I consider Tokyo one of my happy places. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have that same kind of, like, 24-hour, like, energy of 6 in the morning, and this place is, like, going off. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then I remember going, just talking to people there, and people from all over, and they go, yes, this is totally unique. Of all the cities in the world, we've never seen a city just completely go off, like, all the time, mm-hmm. like this place does. You can see in his eyes when he's answering those questions, like, he does miss that. He misses Korea. And these guys are gone so much. And now they've kind of gone on this quest where it's like, 
they really do want to be the biggest act yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. They really genuinely do for the reason of reaching as many people as possible. And representing Korea. Exactly. Yeah. What I think is is crucial is once people get to know each of the members, mm-hmm. then they're like, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like individually they're like unique, but all together they just make something like completely different from what we see in America. And like even in Korea, like in the whole entire world, like right. we don't see a band that's ever like this. Right. Like they're just so unique yeah. all together. Okay, back to this last question with V. One of the things that impressed all of us in America when you came to the Billboard Music Awards was your kindness. Kindness to the media, kindness to your fans, and kindness to each other. I think that's something that is missing sometimes in this world. Um, why is that such a big part of BTS? Mm. Mm. 어떤 부분에서 차지하는지는 이제 So this is one of my favorite answers. Here's what V says. I'm sure it was felt at the Billboard Music Awards. The big part of it is that these are the people who make it possible for me to grow and to advance further. And I call them ARMY. And it's thanks to them that I continuously grow. I want to try harder to perform better. I have the desire to show more, more various sides. That is, because ARMY is watching. So for me, it just takes up a huge part. Thank you. Okay. What did you think when you watched that answer? What does that make you think about? I just felt like my appreciation and like my love for him was reciprocated back. He truly appreciated his fans and what we do for him. Yeah. And it's really cool to see that. And as someone who probably has invested a lot of their time, and and now we're investing our own time of, you know, taking out hours during our weeks and stuff to do this show and stuff, but... It's worth it. These guys really are worth it. So I think when you're out there and you're wondering, gosh, I'm hearing another thing about these guys. I'm hearing another thing about these guys. Well, I mean, they're worth it. And the guy, the guy appreciates it. They truly see everything. Like, no matter, like, how small, like, you can have your own account. They probably, like, um, appreciate that and how you're supporting them. Like, they don't, like, um, they're not insensitive to um, their fans. Yeah. Okay, for you... A perfect day with V would be what? Just hanging out and doing what he likes, like riding on the bike and eating some ramen. That would be cool. Like, awesome. I would, like, probably die. (laughs) So before we finish up this episode, and I want to thank all of you for hanging with us on our uh, first Stokes and Friends episode, I want to tell you about someone who is very brave who is battling three gunshot wounds from a shooting at a Waffle House not far from my home. She works as a promotions genius for the same company that uh, puts out this podcast, and her name is Trita Henderson. She was with her friends at a Waffle House 
on when a deranged man came in and started shooting up the place. Four died, and she took three gunshot wounds. She's currently in stable condition, but she is going to have a long journey ahead. And I'd like for us to be a part of her cheerleading squad. I definitely am going to be a part of her cheerleading squad, and I'd love for you to join me. So, Sharita, we are thinking of you. And anyone that wants to donate to her recovery, there's a GoFundMe site. And I will have a link to it on my Instagram for the next week. That's at Stokes and Friends on Instagram. I will be releasing a music video, ATBG, which I'm dedicating to strong women like her. And it includes snippets of some of the great interviews that we will showcase on Stokes and Friends. And the spotlight, ATBG, is an acronym for All the Bad Girls. And it highlights women of incredible courage, strength, and toughness, like Sharita. And many of them come from this industry that loves music. And one of the interviews that we highlight is one with my friend Camila Cabello. And I think her words echo what you find in the music of BTS. And this is a big reason why BTS connects. If you dig into their lyrics, these are not throwaway lyrics. These are meaningful And if you're out there going through any adversity in your life, I think you will find within the music of BTS, you will find themes that will help you. You will find themes that will inspire you. You will find themes that will make you believe in yourself. And I think with their music and also for this show, if there's one takeaway, it's that Believe in yourself. Believe in the greatness that is inside you. And I just think this interview is another reflection of that by a fantastic artist and a fantastic person. And she's got a very inspiring story. So here we go. Camila, I'd like to go back to shortly before we met, before we went to London, because I think the Stokes and Friends listeners would love to hear this story because it is inspirational about how you handled adversity in the early parts of your journey, especially with the process of getting your break on the on the X Factor audition. Would you share that with our with our friends listening? Sure. Yeah. Um, so basically, my story of how I auditioned on X Factor is kind of a different one. Um, I was an alternate for X Factor, which meant that at the end of the audition, if they miraculously had time, they might, probably not, but might let me audition at the end of the auditions. There's three days of auditions in North Carolina. And alternate meant, hey, you can drive out here. You're probably not going to audition, but you know, if you want to, you know, maybe just in case. And so for me, I always... There has always been in my life, I haven't really had a huge chance of making it to things um, just because of the circumstances, but I always want to make sure that I did everything in my power to try. And so um, I was there for three days. Um, The second day, the producers literally said, 
hey, um, you might as well just go home. Like, don't come back anymore because we're not going to have time at the end of your audition and you're not going to get to audition. But hey, try again next year. Imagine if I would have done that. I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Um, but anyways, Simon comes out and I was like crying because I had been so excited and I had spent three months practicing in my bathroom um, for the audition. And I was like, oh, this sucks. Simon came out. He was like, why are you crying? And I was like, well, they, they haven't let me audition, sir. Can I please audition tomorrow? And I was like looking at the producers like, he's telling me I could audition tomorrow. And so I come back and miraculously, the guy that was supposed to go before me didn't go. And as well as that, the producer had seen how much I had you know fought for being there and they were like hey we're gonna give this girl a shot and so they did and here I am but I feel like I really like to share that story because I know how many people um, go on auditions for things whether you're trying to have a career as an artist or just in life in general that you know there's there's a door that gets shut in front of you and you kind of give up but you don't know if there's one just beyond that'll take you to where you need to go. You know what I mean? So just always make sure that you have done everything you can to get to where you want to go. So thank everyone for listening on this episode one about V from BTS. And next week we will be at the Billboard Music Awards with BTS as they debut their brand new single. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to reach us on Twitter, it's at Stokes in Friends. That's S-T-O-K-E-S-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Hit us at Instagram. It's at Stokes and Friends. S-T-O-K-E-S-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. And then if you just want to find us on the web, it's stokesandfriends.com. Thank you so much. I can't wait to hear your comments. I can't wait to hear what what more you want us to do. Please let us know what you want to get out of Stokes and Friends. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great one. See you next week. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Zach Sang Show. Hey, Vinny. How are you, sir? Life's been good. It's been, uh, obviously, with the show coming back, we've been busy and going on that whole Jersey Shore roller coaster again. When we all come back together, it's like, highest rated show ever. And, this, you know, it's, it's, it's just like this beautiful disaster that happens. Zach Sang Show. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free, Free. from the Westwood One Podcast Network.